You're listening to Stan and the Coach on the Power Prep Sports Network. Welcome to Stan and the Coach. I'm your host, Stan Gooden, with the coach, Greg Enos. Greg, how are you doing tonight? Lovely. Wonderful day today. Been excited about this? Absolutely. Been looking forward to it all week. Is it like riding a bicycle for the first time? It is. Well, tonight we're going to talk about Covenant County, the Covenant County Schools, and off in Andalusia. we got a lot of information we want to get out to you. We know it's not football season, but there's always room to talk about football, right, Coach? Football season lasts all year. We, we, there's never never a time when it's not football season, not in South Alabama. Well, if you're watching, you know, we're excited to have you right here. And we would love to have your comments if uh, you're watching. It's interactive, and we'll try to get to them if we can. Uh, we're going to be talking about Pleasant Home Eagles, the Red Level Tigers, the Florella Wildcats, the Strong Tigers, the Hot Bobcats, and we'll end it up with the Andalusia Bulldogs. Also, we're going to have a little fun with this show tonight. We've got the head coach and celebrity lookalike. Who do you think uh, some of these guys look like? It's, that's going to be interesting. Do you think uh, you think somebody might get a little upset? I doubt it very seriously. This is all in too. good fun. We're all in good fun. We're here to promote high school athletics. We're here to promote your school, promote your coaches, promote your students, your student athletes, and we want to get the word out there. You're on the Power Prep Sports Network. This is Stan and the coach. Coach, big season last year in Covington County. We had uh, a semifinal team in the Andalusia Bulldogs. We had the Florida Wildcats made the playoffs uh, last year, but, uh, you know, Red Level had a good year compared to years past. Uh, it started out really good. Yeah, it started out good. They, uh, you know, probably saw a, uh, a win slip away there early on, but uh, I think they won four in a row. Yeah. Uh, you know, so they've got a lot to build on. Uh, Strawn, you know, had some issues. They had a coaching change mid-season. I think they went through four or five coaches uh, during the season, it seems like. Uh, I, mean, I mean, the janitor may have coached them up there i'm not i'm not real sure uh but uh they got a good one now they got a great one they right do. here in Covington county yeah. and coach joel williams and you know joel's got some ties to andalusia anyway uh joel coached with donnie sharp down at woodham when donnie left andalusia and went to woodham um so he's got some ties there he also coached with rick rhodes uh, in the college ranks and joel joel's got a good background and and, and Strong's lucky to have somebody like him. Anybody be lucky to have somebody like Coach Wick. Well, you know, uh 
I remember in high school, and before before we get even in that, if you're if you're wanting to know, if you're watching right now, this is the Op Bobcats, 1980s version, right here. I was able to get my felt self squeezed into this thing tonight, still without shoulder pads. If I'd had to slip some shoulder pads on, coach, we might be calling EMS uh, to get the jaws of life to get me out of this thing. But uh, you know. I'm excited. Not Bobcats and Lucia Bulldogs coming to county. I love talking about football. I know you do as well. Uh, we get in, we're going to be going into Pleasant Home and really breaking them down from this past season. Uh, we had a lot, I got a lot of text messages and calls today about, uh, you know, the music we had coming in, the intro right there. Now it's nothing fancy. Uh, Matter of fact, I got that from uh, the head coach at Slocum High School, Tisdale. Uh, he was a big synthesizer player back in high school, <laughs> and uh, he was. Uh, I can I can see that. You know, uh, he was uh, really like listening to Fish Mode and Devo, and he just you know, sends you, you know, his playlist. Yeah, that, well, matter of fact, he wrote that. You know, he and he just wanted to make sure we got that on the show. We're gonna make sure that. Uh, we at least play that when we talk about the Geneva County Schools because I know he'll be excited and all of his guys will be, uh, you know, really excited to, to some of his music. Yeah. You, know, you know, it's very rare you see a music in football. No, hey, he's a jack of all trades. He is. Hey, well, let's get started. Let's talk about the Pleasant Home Eagles. So uh, these first three schools we're going to talk about are in 1A Region 2 and – the Pleasant Home Eagles, who are coached by Richard Mercer, uh, had a record of one and nine. Okay, now one and nine, not a great year. Uh, a lot of room for improvement. <laughs> you think? <laughs> you, you know, uh, but you know as well as I do, because we've been in those situations where you're in small schools that you've got to. Uh, share the talent you you've got a lot of kids doing multiple sports uh you got your baseball your football and basketball and a lot of them small schools are having to share each other and plus numbers are not real high uh, you might have to rely on a lot of underclassmen uh i know i experienced that firsthand uh, a few years ago but you know where do you see uh, as far as what they did this year, uh, and as far as we do know, they you know they want to improve. Everybody wants to improve, but anything stick out as far as this past season? Well, one thing that they did was uh, the the region they're in is one of the toughest ones in the state as far as uh, as, as far as the caliber of teams that's in it. Coach Mercer does a really good job down there with them. I know they're working hard in the off season and. Uh, after talking to people in Pleasant Home, they're expecting a whole lot better year this year. Uh, they were pretty young last year, and uh, and it, you know, they, anytime you one in nine, it, 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 it's tough as a coach, uh, but it's tougher as a player. I, they uh, those kids, they go out and work hard every day, and um, you know, you got to give it to them for sticking with it and and staying out there at one in nine. Uh, in this day and age, quitting seems to be the 
for more people than it is to tough it out. And those kids stayed down there and toughed it out. But, you know, traditionally, plays at home is a t- tough group anyway. Well, they're, uh, they're off defensive lines usually look like they're 6'8", 380 pounds. Oh, yeah. They're, they're you know, traditionally, they're, they're, they're pretty large down there. And, uh, and, and, you know, still, last year they were real young. This year, um, I'm sure their expectations are a lot higher. And um, they'll have some experience. Yeah, exactly. And there's no substitute. Well, you know, uh, in that region you were talking about, you've got Elba, who uh, pretty sporty. Traditionally, Elba will, will whip your tail if you if you don't. You better come in there locked and loaded. You got Brantley. Brantley has has has, has been to the. They've got a couple of blue maps over there. Georgiana? Georgiana will always be fit and have great athletes. You know, so those are three tough ones right there. And, you know, Florella had uh, a better year this past year, and uh, which we'll get to them shortly. But, uh, you know, Easy region. No, absolutely not. Yeah. They, uh, like I said, that it, it's tough to come in there, and you know, if you if you can get out of there and and make the playoffs, uh, you you you've accomplished something. Well, just a little bit, uh, throw a little statistics out there. You know, Pleasant Home, a overall record was nine, region record one and six. They did defeat the McKenzie Tigers. Uh, Who's been down? Who's been down for a few years here? You know that win. Uh, did they make the playoffs? No. You know they offense only averaged nine and a half points a game, and they gave up twenty nine. So, There's no way you can handle so that. I'm not a math. I'm not a math guy, but I know that Coach Mercer wants to flip those numbers. Well, and and the talent down there uh, to to do that. Uh, you know, in this day and age, if your offense is scoring less than 20 a game, you're going to struggle because these, these offenses now, uh, they're going to put some points on the board. So you, you think that uh, Pleasant is much of a spread team? Uh, I, th- I think Coach Mercer is going to look at the athletes he's got and put together the offense giving them the best ability to win. Uh, and, and that's what you have to do at these smaller schools. You, I don't think you can go in and say, I'm a, I'm a spread guy, I'm a, I'm a wing tee guy. I, I think you have to go in and look and see what the talent is that you have there. You know, uh, I know we're talking about plays at home now, but Andalusia, I, I thought they did a great job last year. They came out in uh, double wing, running midline and running veer. And uh, switched what, what, up. What, what is that? What is midline? Let's <laughs> not even get in. Okay. Uh, some folks uh, uh, <clears throat> get sick when you hear midline and beer. Well, but, uh, but then they changed and well, went to more spread offense because that's what the kids were. That I mean, they had those type of kids to do that, and ended up, you know, making a good run there. And Coach Mercer's going to do the same thing at Pleasant Home. He's going to look at the kids he's got. 
and uh, decide what's the best offense. You know, everybody wants to talk about offense, but uh, you, if you score 40 points a game, but you get 50, you still lose. So uh, he's going to do the same thing with the defense. He's going to look and see what kind of kids he has and, and, and try to fit them into a defensive scheme where they can be successful. So what you're saying, if you can't tackle, <laughs> your if, defense ain't going to be real If good. you can't block on offense and you can't tackle on defense, and uh, you're gonna have a you're gonna have a hard time. I know one time when I was at Georgiana, the uh, oh uh, the radio guy, their big called me one time. And oh, asked, Nancy? <laughs> yeah, he called and asked me. Said, Coach, what happened Friday night? And I told him, I said, Well, we had a total breakdown of defense and special teams. Besides that, we played pretty good. <laughs> So, uh, you know, if you can't do those three things, if you can't block, you can't tackle, and you have punting problems, you can, you're going to have a hard time winning a game. Well, I tell you, I mean, I wish Plus Home Eagles a great season uh, next year. We hope to get uh, to see when they have spring training. That's just right around the corner. Uh, and we wish Coach Mercer and his staff and his guys and, you know, the best of preparing for next year. Now, you, you think Coach Mercer is any relation to Roy D. Mercer? Uh, I don't know. i tell you what. When we go down there for the spring game, we need to sit down and ask him. But need to ask him how big a boy are you? <laughs> yeah, I think uh, that's a good idea. <laughs> we, we, we're going to get Coach Mercer on here. We're going to love to have him and uh, get him and uh, talk about next year. Uh, but we're going to roll right into some Tigers the Red Level Tigers, who head coach Kenny Skipper, I think in my personal opinion, which doesn't mean a whole lot, should be coach of the year in the county. Well, I, I, I think I think Coach Skipper did a really good job down there this year, um, trying to change the, the, trying to change a school that had been down and, uh, and, and come in and, and win quick uh, like he did is important. Uh, you know, those kids got in their head that, that, that they were pretty good. And sometimes, whether you're good or not, if you believe you are, uh, that'll get you a few wins right there. And um, I think Coach Skipper did a great job changing the, the attitude of the people in Red Level and, and the kids in Red Level. And, and they started believing in themselves a little bit. And uh, he turned the program around, and I, I would not be surprised at all to see them take it to the next level. Well, they should. They don't they wait uh, a lot from uh, this past year. Uh, they did start off strong. They, they did lose the season opener, opener design chapel. They probably like if a few plays would have gone either way, that that would have been a win. But then they, they rolled off four wins in a row. They won the games that they should win, that they feel like they should win. But then they, they run up on that murder row of Florella, Brantley, Elba, and Georgiana, which were all playoff teams. So, you know, but, you know, they went four in a row, lost four in a row, but they ended up with a big win against Fruitdale at the end of the season, and they're just one win away from making the playoffs. Uh, so, you know. Coach Skipper's doing up there to to get that attitude changed. You know, keep doing it, Coach. Uh, 
I, I'm a true believer in you right there. You know, well, Bear and Red Level and Pleasant Home, you know, they play in the same region together. You recognize that gets a little heated when they play. Well, anytime you have the county schools that's that's close, uh, that's competing against each other, you're gonna have that 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 rivalry. You're gonna have, you know, it, it's almost like a, a civil war. You're gonna have kin folks playing against each other, and uh, that that's always good. That's always good for high school football. Um, you know, to get the communities involved and the parents involved, and and that's that's a key. And I think that's something that Coach Skipper's been doing a good job of, is getting the the community involved, which is uh, something that had been missing up there in the past. Um, you know, when Bobby Dye was up there at Red Level, um, everybody loved Bobby Dye, and, and and the players came out and played because they wanted to be around Bobby. And I think Coach Skipper's getting that same mentality now uh, in the community where people want to play for him. And um, and I, I, I really do. I look for some big things from Red Level. Um, one thing that they need is they need that signature win. They need that win that, that nobody expects them to get. And when they get that one, I really believe you'll see that program turn around. You know, yeah, you know, and it's going to be tough because that schedule is going to be the same as it was this past year. It's going to be exactly the same. Uh, the difference is they've got a whole lot. They're experienced. Um, they're, they're expecting to do good. And, um, you know, I've been in some places before where that expectation will take you a little bit further than talent sometimes. And uh, not saying that Red Level doesn't have some talent because I, I, I saw them play last year and they've, they've, they've got some talent. Um, most, yeah, it was young. But, uh, you know, I hear that all the time. The, the talent is young, but everybody's playing with 15 and 16-year-olds. They're right. all young. Um, and by the time you get get to your eighth, seventh, eighth, ninth game, there, there's no young players anymore. They, they, they may be age-wise young, but experience-wise, you know, they, they're, they're seasoned. Hey, we got a couple of comments right here. Uh, someone from Kinston Schools that are going to be hiring a new coach soon and start rebuilding the program. Uh, I know that they have a lot of young talent over there as well, so we'll be looking for Kinston. I'll say. Head coach, it's not going to be you, is it? No. Okay, just checking. No. <laughs> All right, once again, Coach Skipper, good luck to you, your program, your school, your guys. Have a great off offseason. Uh, win that one next year. Get over the hump and get in the playoffs. Next, 1A Region 2, last Region 2 right here is the Florida Wildcats, and they made the playoffs. They did. They did make the playoffs last year. Um, but a lot has changed since they made the playoffs. Their coach, uh, I guess he thought the grass was greener or or something and left. But they got a new one. They got didn't, he go down, didn't he go down to Escambia County? He went to Escambia County. Uh, you know, Scott Mason. And uh, he did a heck of a job while he was down there. They just uh, hired Toby Green, very uh, 
familiar coach in the Wiregrass area. Uh, used to coach over at Cottonwood in Geneva County. Was over at Dothan High the past uh, year and uh, just hired him. Uh, and uh, he's got a lot of talent to play with coming in there. Power Prep Sports. I'm, I'm a, I saw uh, Florella the last two years, and uh, the 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 first year I saw, I think the whole field was made up uh, almost entire ninth and tenth graders, and uh, I, I was talking to some of the people in Florella. Uh, they had some pretty high expectations, and uh, and. Met uh, anytime you make the playoffs in that region, you're doing good. Uh, but I- I'm telling you, uh, Toby Green may be coming into the best situation in the county as far as the, the, the kids and that's playing for him. Uh, they are – They got a pretty good quarterback down there coming back, don't they? Yeah, he's a gunslinger. He can throw it around a little bit. He's got a great arm. He's got really good feet. I can't remember that kid's name. So, uh, Jacob Hammett. That's it. Uh, but he uh, he is, is he is a true gunslinger, and he is fun to watch. Uh, you give him you, you you better have some good coverage because if you give him a hole to throw it in, he's gonna stick it in there. And, but if you drop everybody back and try to cover it up, uh, he's got the legs to hurt you too. Uh, that, that kid's he, he's very impressive. He's fun to watch. I can tell you that. Well, Florida, they did uh, have an overall five and six record. Uh, went four in the region. Uh, made it to the playoffs. Of course, uh, they finished as the number four seed, which means they had to travel to Lynette. That's always a fun trip. <laughs> that's, not, that's not real easy to get to. No, I, I, I've made that trip a couple of times. <laughs> That's not a very friendly environment to go. And, you know, they Florida went through uh, the injury bug part of last season as well. Uh, the, the Hammett kid, of course, that we just spoke about. You know, he he was banged up, but didn't play a hundred percent. You know, toward the second half of the end of the year, he got healed up, but uh, he was uh, a little gimpy. And some of them losses in the middle of the season. Uh, but I'll tell you, if you look at their non-region schedule, uh, they did a real good job of scheduling. And what's that saying about scheduling? Will make you look what? Make you a great coach. Make you a great coach. They uh, open up with Saint Michael. Is that a one? Is that just one guy? <laughs> I didn't even know there was a St. Michael. Where is St. Michael? I don't know. If I had to guess, it's somewhere, uh, or probably in the Mobile area. <laughs> probably. We might have to Google it. Yeah. Uh, but St. Michael, they opened up the big win 51 to 9. Uh, Apparently, they can't cover very well, St. Michael. Well, they may have a little bit of mass <laughs> when they play. But, hey, you schedule a game, wins a win. Uh, they kind of stumbled the next week with Cottage Hill, which is also located where? Yeah, that's a, one of those mobile things. You know, and, and I'm going to tell you when, you, when you're talking about these uh, St. Michael and, and, and Cottage Hill, you're talking about private schools that do, uh, 
I don't care what anybody says. They've got an advantage because uh, they, they, you know, they say they don't recruit. They're not going to recruit. But uh, I know from talking to some of those coaches in that area that uh, they may not recruit, but they don't. Uh, they can take people from outside of their district, and uh, Th- that's not called recruiting. Well. Stevie, put that back. <laughs> Our staff here has been playing videos, but uh, I'm sorry. We have, to, we have to fire Stevie on our $2 budget. You know, I, I'm going to say this. I'm going to tell this story real quick. Uh, there's a longtime private school coach down in Mobile that they, they moved from from 4A to 5A, and I was talking to him at the uh, talking to him at a coaching clinic one year, and I asked him, I said, uh, and I'm not going to say who it was, but I asked him, I said, you know, since y'all moved up to 5A, what, you know, how's that going to affect you? And he said, well, that's not going to affect us at all because we'll just go down there to Pritchard and pick up three or four more athletes, and we'll move right along. Well... It's not fair, is it? Well, yeah. You know, they they have... They well, well, and then the, the Alabama High School Athletic Association, great organization, okay? Some folks, you love them or you hate them, but that's, that's who Alabama's got. They got this, what, multiplier, where they take six, seven kids and multiply them by half of one, and it figures out... I, I, don't, I don't know. You, you take your additives and your dilutatives and multiply it by 12, and... They, they figure out some kind of formula that's supposed to be fair. But uh, if you go through and you look at the state champions or the people that's in the, in the playing the state championship game, uh, percentage-wise, there's a whole lot more private schools than there are public schools. You know what they got? Yes, sir. That's it. But going back to Florella, we got off on that. Yeah, we did. We, we got lost yeah, in tra- we, we got lost in translation. Somebody catch that rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> then Farrella went through that stretch of Georgiana Brantley Elba. Whoever made that schedule <laughs> did not give anybody any uh, breathing room. But then they had a, a non-region game with HA Houston Academy, and, uh, and that's another one of those private schools <laughs> that has a legendary coach. You know real well. Yeah, I, I spent a little time with Coach Riggs. I think I coached with him for about ten years down at T.R. Miller. Well, you know they 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 had a shootout that night. Then they pulled off uh, four in a row to make the playoffs. So, uh, you know, Coach Green. All I can say is I know these kids can play offense, so they can score some points. But you might need to work on some tactics. Well, uh, it's like we said earlier, you, you got to like you got to tackle. But I look with him coming in, and he is a seasoned coach, has a lot of playoff experience. Uh, and they're going to the playoffs again if they stay healthy. I would be surprised if they didn't. Um, one thing about that region that I've kind of noticed over the past three or four years um, – the 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 tides kind of changing a little bit. Brantley's always going to be a pretty good team, and uh, the, there's a 
they're going to do great in, in the regular season and in the playoffs. But they're not. Somebody said nice shower curtain. <laughs> but Brantley is not the uh, not the Brantley that they used to be. Um, they, now, now what? They don't have that to it. They don't have. We, we the, hear the casual fan. They'll go. You know what that Brantley ain't what they used to be. Well, they, what does that mean they look at it? Well, they're they're at the the athletic pool at Brantley is not as deep as it was at one time. I, not to say they don't have some really good athletes at Brantley. They do. They've got a great coaching staff down there. But uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see a, a, a shift in, in in the playoff seeds and uh, Florella ending up uh, probably not one. I don't know about one. Uh, they've got the possibility go too. You're gonna they go ahead right now and predict them one. <laughs> I'll go ahead. I'm, what I'm gonna do is tick some folks off. Yes, but uh, I I don't know if they're gonna be able to make that one seed. But uh, I could see Florella coming in at two or three seed, and see Brantley coming in at three or four seed. That is a, a strong possibility, and uh, you know we look for big things out of the Hammock Kid. I hope we can get him here on the show. Uh, and maybe some of their other guys down there, especially uh, if he stays healthy and uh, they're in a pass-happy offense. I expect uh, a lot of balls to be thrown. Well, Toby does a really good job of, of, like we talked about earlier, evaluating the talent, seeing what they can do, and and doing what his kids do best. you know, if he if he shows up down there and they've got a running back at six two, uh, two twenty and runs a four five, he around hand the ball off to it. If he's got a kid down there that 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 can throw it like this Hammond kid can, then uh, I, I expect to see him put the ball in his hands and let him play. Well, you know, going back unless you're looking at Pleasant Home, Red Level, and Florella, one thing about those size schools is they're community. Absolutely. Uh, so I know that those communities have a lot of pride in those programs. Uh, I know that Coach Mercer, Coach Skipper, now Coach Green, I know he's going to hit the ground running down there. And uh, I know they ought to be excited about well, what, what they got. We've named three. The last three schools we went over uh, have got some quality coaches there. Uh, that's what a lot of people in this region, in this area, doesn't understand, uh, or they may, but uh, they don't. There is there, the, or maybe they do. The coaching. The, I just I just ticked a bunch of folks off right there. The the, the coaching quality coaches uh, are are mainly in, in the southern half of the state. I'm gonna go ahead and say that, and go ahead and make some people upset up north. But uh, the the coaching pool down here. Is, is deep with talent. Hey, this is Kyle, the Tire King at Dalton Tire Nido, home of the hard job. Go Andalusia Bulldogs! But, uh, the, the coaching pool down here is, is deep with talent. I mean, there is some very fine coaches and just right here in this county uh the the quality coaches that are right here both the head coaches and the assistant coaches uh 
are, are I'd put I'd put the coaches in this area against anywhere in the state. That's right, uh, and we know quite a few of them. We know the kind of hard work that they put in. We know the struggles and the rewards that they receive. Both ends, of, both <laughs> ends of that. Because right there, best <laughs> coach of the year, bobblehead, got it right there. If y'all want to know who that is, one uh, A Region Two. Hey. One of the best in the state. It, it is. And they're fun to watch. They are. We're going to move up in classification. Reckon how far we're going to move up right here. I don't know who we're going to You've been keeping up. Steven, who, who we got next? Don't get him started. Uh, we got uh, our staff of six running behind the camera. We got Stevie. Uh, he's trying to get us ready. Steven, give me, give me the strong. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, we're going to strong. Hey, strong. Uh, and we touched on it earlier in the program. They may have got one of the best coaches in the state uh, uh, to come in because uh, they struggled last year, you know, and, and Strong uh, up there, they did not meet any expectations like them folks are used to having. Uh, for whatever reason, you know, they went through a little low with coaches changing during the year. Uh, you know, head coach left, and I think a couple assistants tried to piece it together. And like we talked about earlier, janitors, teachers, uh, glue, whatever it was to do the season, but you know they had they had a couple of, of quality wins uh, against Op in Geneva, so uh, they got something to build on. Well, they do, and uh, and who's their new head coach? Joel Williams. Joel Williams. He uh, Joel Joel is a standing coach. Um, I. The, one of the biggest compliments I could give him was that uh, I was talking to Mike Dubo several years ago, talking to Mike about uh, defensive line play. And um, I, I told him, I said, I wanted to learn a little bit more about uh, blocking, uh, the blocking schemes and stuff. Um, and, I, and I asked him who I needed to go talk to. And the first name that came out of his mouth was Joel Williams. And uh, that, that that's for Mike Dubose to give you that compliment. That's that's that says a lot. Um, Joel is a, a is a great guy. Like I said, he's he's really got ties to this area. In that, um, you know, Rick Rhodes was a head coach here at Andalusia, and uh, he he coached with with Rick a couple of different uh, college on well, a couple of different college staffs. And uh, he also coached on the staff with Donnie Sharp when Donnie left and went to Woodham. So uh, Joel's familiar with this area. Uh, he, you know, Joel was also at UMS. Uh, he was at T.R. Miller before. He was uh, the head coach at T.R. Miller when I was going to Op. Yes, he was the head coach when they the Coach Riggs. They weren't too back then either. No. He was the head coach there when Coach Riggs was at, uh, at Op, I That's believe right. it was. 
and uh, we took some butt whooping from him. So <laughs> I, 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 I believe, I, I really believe, there's going to be a lot of teams that's going to be able to say that while Joel Williams is at Strong. There's going to be a lot of teams that's going to take some butt whipping. Tell you what Joel told me the other day, me and him were sitting down talking. Uh, Joel told me, he said that the the community support at Strong was something like he had never seen anywhere he's ever been. And, and, and you know, Coach Taylor, when he was there, he kind of got that atmosphere built. And uh, Joel has stepped and I think they lost a little bit of it. But Joel stepped in, and he's got the community support that that coaches dream of. Uh, but he also told me, he said, if there is another team, college, high school, in the country, now he said country, that is working hard as they are in the weight room, he'd love to go see them. Um, well, he, I know I, I saw some of his, uh, he got some videos on YouTube, some of his coaching stuff where he's out on, at the, I think he's at, when he's at Delta State, mm-hmm. and uh, he coached uh, offensive line. Man, he uh, seems like a uh, a player's coach, but he he's not a real big guy, no, uh, in stature. But he will motivate you and get up in your face and demand that respect. And uh, I think he will get the most he can get out of those kids up there at Strong. Uh, I, I I truly believe that this is a perfect fit for Strong. Uh, Coach Taylor did a great job up there for a number of years. And, uh, and, and any time a coach has been somewhere for a long time and they leave, there there's, there's, you know, there's hard feelings there. I don't, I don't care what anybody says. Right. There's going to be some hard feelings there. And, and it's, it's a tough situation for whoever comes in right after that person. You don't uh, want to be the guy after the guy. No, no. It just doesn't work out. You know, it did that down at Miller when Jamie left. Uh, the guy that came in after him. Uh, he, he, the guy that came in after me at Florida. He struggled. <laughs> but, uh, maybe, maybe the next two guys. Yeah. But, you know, uh, but that you know that's tough to come in after after that, and uh, and I think it's coming in at a perfect time, um, and I think that this is going to be a great match, um, far strong. Well, you know, I want to definitely get out and reach out to uh, Coach Williams up there at Strong. Uh, I know you'd spoke to him to go about coming on the show and uh, he thought we was going to be asking about players and things like that. What did he tell you? He said he didn't know enough. <laughs> yeah, he said he didn't know him. Yeah, he, he said, well, I got, I got to go through spring yeah, before I can tell you anything about that. You know, he don't know if they can punt, uh, pass, and kick yet. So, uh, you know. Well, when he gets through with them, I guarantee you they'll be able to do that. They'll be able to get in the stance, won't they? I, I'm going to tell you something. When he gets through with them, their offensive line uh, is something to watch. If if somebody likes to get down there and watch the big boys battle. They he, usually have some big boys up there. Yes, too. they do. And Physical. He'll be able to uh, – it, it's going to be a different different attitude uh, on the field. Uh, Joel does a great job with the offensive line. Um I, I I think Joel is going to, like I said, be a perfect fit for them. 
Well, that's one thing up at Strawn. You you hear folks in the community when you ask, well, how's Strawn? They uh, they're hard nosed. Well, does that mean they got a hard nosed coach? What does that mean? I I I I don't know. You know, I've heard that all my life. I have too. Any kid. I thought I was pretty hard-nosed till I felt it. Every, you know, any kid that puts on a helmet and gets out there and plays, this sport is hard-nosed. They are hard-nosed. I mean, uh, my hat's off because uh, it's not like it was when we played with no. leather helmets. No, no. I, I told I used to tell kids all the time when I left the practice field, I used to hold my helmet up and put it in my back pocket. <laughs> And left it there to the next day. Yeah, just stayed there. Hey, Coach Williams, good luck. Wish you the best. We can't wait to have you on here. I know that's going to be a heck of a show when we have him. Oh, yeah. I can't wait. Now, next up, something's kind of dear to my heart. The Op Bobcats. Well, you played it all. Stevie. Yeah, I played it all. Played around. <laughs> played on the bench. <laughs> You, uh, you were there with the legendary Jamie Riggs. I was. Uh, Coach Riggs' first head coaching job there at all. Was you there when they played Pike County? I was. We took two butt wolfers <laughs> butt- from Pike County, but it was a lot closer the second time around. Uh, as they say, it was more respectable, you know, the second time around. Yeah, I don't know what Coach I thought Riggs you meant the distance instead of travel. A lot yeah, we, we we went to Pike County and they came to us. Yeah, yeah, it's like an NFL season, <laughs> you know, on and away in the same same season. But yeah, good times there with uh, Coach Riggs and Ottawa High School. But they went zero and ten last, year. and I know Brent, Coach Brent Hill, uh, used to go into the playoffs, but they had a they had it it, it probably looked. Like Massive emergency room of injuries during last year over at all. They, I, I mean, every time I was looking, uh, there's always somebody hurt. Oh, yeah. That, uh, didn't they lose the first two quarterbacks? I think they lost the first six. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I, I, seriously, I, th- yeah, I, uh, they, I think they were having to, you know, kind of piece it together. And I tell you, that's tough on on kids when uh, you know you're having to play a guy that uh, normally doesn't play a position and, and he's doing the best he can uh, and each week you know they went through uh, had a chance early on against Strawn went to overtime lost that game earlier in the year probably was tough <laughs> the rest of the way out well I I think the starting quarterback got hurt early in that game. Well, they, uh, you know, they battled the next week against Slocum. You know, it was respectable. Uh, they did. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. After that, it was it was downhill. It was Geneva that they uh, played close, but uh, man, they took uh, non-region. Not easy for the Bobcats. Elba, Laverne, and Andalusia. Uh, you remember what you said earlier about scheduling? <laughs> yeah. Uh, he might need to call St. Peter. St. <laughs> Michael's. St. Michael's. Michael's. And see if they got a open spot. 
after this. Or season. just create one and see if they want to play on Wednesday night. <laughs> well, they might have. They have church service on Wednesday nights and play Michael direct line. Probably. Okay. I'm sure you can get that worked out. But hey, if it's on the schedule, they turn the lights on, scoreboards on, keep score. There was a few games there I think I wish they hadn't kept score. But, uh, you know. Yeah. Uh, they went through a tough patch there of uh, 49 or 47 to nothing, 61 to nothing. Of course, that 61 was the Providence Christian who was a semifinal team. Uh, Andalusia was a semifinal team. Laverne was a semifinal team. You want me to keep going? Listen, the schedule they had was not an easy one. Uh, but I can promise you this, people in awe are not going to they, – they, they, they didn't take that that kind, kind of season very well. They uh, – OP has, has traditionally been a, a good team. Uh, I, I know when Coach Wiggum was there, uh, we, we had a, 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 the talent pool have been as great as some of the other schools. But uh, the, the expectations were still there, the community. So uh, I'm sure uh, man, we're supposed to say what we think on here. Uh, I'm sure Coach Hill got a little bit of got a little bit of pressure applied. Well, I, I think uh, maybe he did. Uh, who knows? Uh, I know that they have made some assistant changes. They did over there, and as far as defensive staff, uh, but uh, you know they got Mike Dubose, who has coached all the way up to the pros level, you know, high school peewees. But I told I told Coach Dubose one time that he needed to be the head coach of a peewee team. That way, if he could win the peewee championship. He would have won a championship in peewee, in high school, in college, and in the pros. Not many folks can say they did that. I only know one. <laughs> <laughs> I, only, I only know one. Who's that? That's him. That's him. That's right. But uh, I will say this. Coach Hill, uh, you know, he, he's not from Alabama, but he was from Tennessee, and he was very successful up there. And if those people in Op will be patient with him, I, I I will almost assure them that he'll get that program turned around and get it back on the on the track that they expect. Uh, I, I've actually watched Strawn practice a few times. Coach Hill runs a very organized. Op. I'm sorry, Op. I've seen him uh, practice a couple of times, and he runs a very organized practice. Does a great job out there. He's got a fantastic. Uh, group of assistants put together and, and you know when that injury bug starts hitting it's almost like the flu uh, it's hard to recover it, it's hard to recover and it's contagious uh, <laughs> it is it's contagious and that, that happened to them early in the year and, and that's hard for anybody to overcome but uh, Coach Hill is, is a good coach uh, like I said, he's got a good staff, and those 
the people in art just need to be a little patient and a little understanding. And as soon as Coach Dubose gets in there, I can, you know, you're talking about that, that hard nose football. Uh, if you want to, he knows about it. If you want to see the definition of hard nose football, go watch a team that he's associated with. I'll tell you one thing he can do well because I've seen it. He can cut a yard, mow grass <laughs> over and off. You ever uh, seen? I guess that's his mother in law or. Yeah. That's the greenest grass uh, south of Augusta. I'm Nigeria. telling you. Uh, he does Great job with that. Might need to look at him hiring come to my yard. Well, I don't know if he's going to have time to do that. <laughs> well, you know, we will. You know, I want to see Op do well. Uh, got some close friends and coach, you know, over there, and uh, I know they're working hard and uh, doing all they can. And you know, you come off of an 0 10 season, and I, I can say that I've been a part of an 0-10 season, and it, uh, it's extra long. And, uh, you know, you don't know if you're excited that it's over or you're relieved it's over when that thing comes around. But the only thing you can do to get better is go back to the drawing board and go back to work. And I know that's what they're going to do. And we wish them the best of luck, Coach Hill and staff and, and kids. and. Uh, I think we're going to get something together here soon and get Coach Hill on here and talk about spring training. So, well, Coach Hill's a fun guy to be around. And uh, and those those kids, I'm going to tell you, like I said before, uh, he he will get that program where it needs to be and uh, because he is he, he's an outstanding coach. They've got a great staff over there. Uh, they've, uh, they've just made it a whole bunch better by getting Coach Dubose to come in. And, uh, you know, Coach Dubose, if you if you spend any time going through Auburn something, you've probably seen him running on the side of the road. And oh, yeah. and, and he has to do that, though, because uh, Miss Paul is probably one of the best cooks <laughs> in South Alabama. And if he didn't spend some time running, he would probably weigh about 400 pounds. Hey, I know. It was hard getting in this jersey. I can tell. Soaking night. Yeah, they they love it out there. Now, last team of the night, the Andalusia Bulldogs. My old alma mater. Your alma mater. Hey, the Bulldogs. I can tell you this. I know you and I saw a lot of the Bulldogs in action this year. And fourth round, three years in a row. Uh, Coach Taylor and his staff. I will have to really compliment them on what they did about midseason. Uh, they started out, we talked about it earlier, midline fear, and uh, that was not their identity. And they didn't have one. And they made a change about midseason, I guess. Uh, maybe it was over in Hillcrest, first time they played. About I think it was. Uh, about the second half uh, there, they made uh, a lot of changes in a lot of different positions. Uh, how do you feel? Well, I know what you're going to say because they, they, they were going nowhere fast in what they were doing. But they saw it. They, they saw the kids weren't reacting to it. And they did something that a lot of coaches and coaching staff 
are pretty stubborn too is do a lot of changing like that in midseason. Well, they did, but now you got to understand, uh, Coach Wilson, Coach Ray, that they, Ray Wilson, and Coach Trent Taylor, they they they've been around this, they've been around the barn a few times, so uh, they saw what was going on, um, and and neither one of them, I can promise you, were happy with the, with the way it was going, so. Uh, you know, they, they've been around long enough to know that we've got to make a change. We need to make it. They did. Um, well, that's and, hard to replace uh, all everything quarterback. Well, I tell you what, they did They did a pretty good job of, of finding a suitable substitute. He's going to be. And his brother. Yeah, he's going to be. But, yeah, Jake, uh, you know, and what was fun to watch was Jake maturing over the season and the confidence level that he was getting. And, and more important than that, you could see that, the, that the, the players on the team were starting to get confidence in him. And, uh, but now he's not the only one. They, you know, they made some changes on the offensive line. They made some changes at receiver. They made some changes on defense that, that all – that all led up to to the final outcome, and that was making it to the semifinals. And I'm gonna tell you something: anytime you can make it to the semifinals in any sport in high school, I, that's a great accomplishment. I mean, there's there's not a whole lot of schools that there, there's four in the state in each classification that that actually make it there. And uh, to say that Andalusia's done it the last three years in a row. I, I know, I know for a fact they're not happy with just making it there. Right. They want to take that next step. But what a lot of people don't understand is not easy. No, it's not easy, and it's even harder if it's the first few times you've been there. Um, what, what were a lot of them folks saying week one when they played uh, Sarah Land? They weren't. They weren't real happy. They weren't real happy. Were they? they weren't real happy. As a matter of fact, my wife, there were some comments made in the stands, and uh, I, I said some things back, taking up for the guys. And Miss Olivia, my wife, looked at me and said, you need to shut up. <laughs> you know, and uh, Sarah Lamb was a uh, semifinal team as well in, what, 6A? Yeah. Yeah. 6A. 6A. So... Uh, that wasn't like playing St. Michael's. No. Uh, you know, but that's what prepares you for the fourth round, just playing strong quality and, teams like that. And tr- and Trent knows that. Coach Taylor knows that. That that in order to in order to, to to make it to take that next step, you've got to play quality teams. Uh and, and the expectation at Andalusia You reckon it's high going in the next season? It is for me, for <laughs> but uh, and, and you know I I see Coach Taylor around town and talk to him and and uh, one thing that people don't don't understand in the community is they do their work in the off season. They do their work their work and they're winning games now, right now in the weight room. Absolutely. Uh, and, and and they have a great staff 
that that works them in the weight room and those kids are getting stronger and faster and i i i'm i'm gonna step out on a limb here and say that i think they're gonna take that next step that they're gonna make that that push past the semifinals well i'm just i'm gonna just be right there with you I'm not stepping yet. I'm going to be cautiously optimistic. <laughs> well, but, uh, the, I, I hope they do. Trust but verify. Yeah, that's right. Because <laughs> uh, they did lose some talented players, uh, especially uh, J.W. Jones played linebacker on defense. Well, now, you know, we've talked before. J.W. was one of the kids that uh, – going to be I, hard to replace. I just, I just loved watching him. When you, when you talk about high school football and you talk about what kids kids that play the game because they love it, you could just watch that kid play it and know he loves it. Gil Morgan was another one. You sit there and you watch Gil Morgan play. If you wanted to find the football, if you lost the football, just find Gil because he was somewhere around. Yeah, you know, that's two, especially on defense to stick out. I think uh, it was uh, – Ashley Odom was in the secondary. Uh, if you know when they went up to Montevallo, I think that uh, I may be wrong. I want to I want to think that it was him. And if you looked at at him, he maybe with all of his pads on, and he went swimming in maybe 150 pounds. And they had him out there on that kid had just signed with Auburn that almost oh, yeah. broke. You know JJ Evans. I think that's what his that's name. It, that's it. Up in Montevallo, and uh, he did an outstanding job. I mean, that's going to be hard to replace. But you know what, Andalusia does have people to replace. That they, they they do now. Uh, and, and but now, see, that's that's part of it, and that's the that's the culture that that Coach Taylor develops at all the schools he's been at. When it, well, I say all the schools he's been at, basically at Kinston, Tron, Andalusia. But that's a bunch of them. yeah. But that that culture of uh, the the kids want to play, and the people in the community expect the kids to play. Hey, this is the Tire King at Dalton Tire Nado, listening to Stan and the Coach. Uh, the the kids want to play and the people in the community expect the kids to play and they expect to win so you reckon there's any pressure over at Andalusia High School uh, I wouldn't think there's a whole lot because of the talent that's coming back uh, well if you, you know we talked about talent let's flip it over on offense they, they got most of the offense line coming back they lost uh, both tackles. Uh, the Andrew. Uh, Andrew. Uh, now I called him Road Raider because everybody was down. Was it Barton? Andrew Barton? No. Somebody help us out. Stevie! Bring me that roster. Uh, I don't know why I can't remember Andrew's name. Andrew, uh, watching him Holmes. play, Andrew Holmes. Holmes, watching Andrew play was just fun. He's fun, he's fun to watch. He was you just want to watch fun. offensive line. He, because if he ever locked to you, 
that you, it was over. You were blocked. But now that goes back to the coaching staff that Coach Taylor's got. They do a great job. That's uh, Coach Wendell. They do a great job taking those kids and and, and teaching them good technique and uh, and, and just, just watching that team develop last year was fun. Um, but like Coach Taylor does a great job. He's got the community support. Uh, when they get through with the stadium and the auditorium that they're building over there, it's going to be something that everybody in Angela can be proud of. And, and, and it's going to be something for, for generations to, to come in and look at. It's pretty. It is, it's gorgeous. But what, what can I say it's pretty and that, that'd be all right. I to would, say. You can't say anything's pretty in football. Okay. But, uh, the, what people don't realize is, uh, what they're doing to the stadium as far as the renovations and, and the way it looks, they're also renovating the auditorium and what and everything in it. And that's why I'm saying when they get through the auditorium and the stadium, it is going to be something that everybody should be proud of. Well, I know that press box is not too shabby. They, looks like it's seven stories. Well, anything's going to be better than that scaffolding Coach Wilson was just sitting <laughs> up here in the game. Yeah, pigeons were scared to land there. But, you know, going on about their offense, you know, Roosevelt Weaver running back, have to replace him. Uh, I think they, they can do it. He's got McLean, Elijah McLean. We saw flashes of him last season. He'll be a senior this fall. Uh, I think the sky's the limit. Uh, well, they they've got they've got a good core. Uh, they've got some great coaches, and uh, and work hard, and they've got community support. So anytime you have those combinations working together, you you can expect to have some some good years. Uh, and yeah, uh, Olivia Ennis said it's Holmes. Stevie didn't get us that. Uh, quick enough if I've been paying attention. Uh, Thanks, Miss Olivia. Yeah, and uh, Brent Justice says uh, Ennis. What does that mean? That he can pronounce your name? I guess. Okay. And Shep Lucas wanted to tell you, hey, if you didn't see that. I did. <laughs> I can't see that far. <laughs> well, I got my glasses on. But uh, he wanted to say hello. Uh, Andalusia, uh, what can you say? In a row, will they make it four? Will they go further? Uh, I would love to say that they will be playing in Tuscaloosa this fall. Is it Tuscaloosa this year? Is it? Oh. It was all last year, wasn't it? I don't know. I didn't go. I think it's Tuscaloosa. Wherever it's at, if Andalusia's there, I'll be yeah, there. Yeah, wherever it's at. If Hop's there, I'm going to be there. Yeah, if if Pleasant's there, I'll be there. Whoever's there, we're going we're gonna to be there. Uh, so uh, that, that wraps up our tour of Covenant County. Uh, Who are we going to do next? Let's, let's hold on to that. We got, we got something special. Uh, we're going to do a little coaches and celebrity look-alike. You know, you don't think these guys are going to get upset over this because it's all in good fun. No, I don't, they won't get upset. And if they do, they, they, know, do they know where you live. They don't know where I live. Well, if they do, they just have to get upset because uh, we love each and every one of them. We support them. And I want to make sure that we get this out there because uh, our staff spent countless hours 
Oh, Stevie did a great job with this. Stevie, you know, Stevie, we need to, Stevie, we need to raise your pay. Because, uh, he did. Stevie did a great job with this. Yeah. How he came up with it. Stevie must not sleep at night. And he wouldn't let me look at it before now. He said he wanted it to be a surprise. And I, that's what's curious. We got kind of, kind of going through here and censoring some of Stevie's work. Uh, but just kind of give you an idea of what we're going to do here is, uh, well, I said we were. We're going to look at uh, well, look at that, coach. Anyway, I, I was gonna gonna show them an example before we before we got started, and uh, I didn't want to hurt anybody's feelings. But uh, well, let's just show them. Okay, let's show them. All right, first up, we're gonna go to Pleasant Home. We talked about Coach Coach Rick Mercer. Okay. I personally don't know Rick Mercer. I hope I get to know Rick Mercer after this, but uh, let's see if we can see this. Well, let's get rid of them uh, accolades and trophies. <laughs> but, uh, don't mess with the bobbleheads. Yeah, with the bobbleheads right here. This is uh, Coach Mercer. Uh, all you folks down at Pleasant Home, uh, if that's him, please let us know. If it's not, <laughs> then... Uh, we're going to put this picture down at the post office. But, if uh, it's not, we're going to get Stevie, and he's going to be yeah. looking for something else to do. Stevie will be fired after tonight if that's not Coach Mercer. <laughs> All right. Here is Coach Mercer's celebrity lookalike. Okay. Are you all ready? Here's the first one. Coach Mercer. Please don't kill me. Oh, Stevie, he did not put these in order. Stevie. Okay. Yeah. Y'all ready? This is this is one of my favorite celebrities. Matter of fact, I love watching anything that uh, John Goodman is in. <laughs> Wasn't he married to that big lady? Who, Coach Mercer or John Goodman? <laughs> what are you talking about? What well, was that, that was a TV show. Everybody oh. get a good look at that. John Goodman right there. They weren't really married. I don't know. I didn't ever watch it. Oh. Oh, goodness. <laughs> uh, red level. Oh, I wish Stevie could have found a better picture of you. It looks like that he just went and snapped it in the hallway up. Coach Skipper, is that you? Coach Skipper, everybody up at red level, is that Coach Skipper? Your head coach, who I'm claiming should be coach of the year. But I want him to have a better picture when it goes on that plaque. All right, Coach Skipper. Coach Skipper, I love you, man. Uh, Stevie, Stevie, Stevie. Coach Skipper, don't shoot me. He's, he's a heartthrob. Right here, Coach Skipper, your celebrity look like. Who is that? Uh, Justin Timberlake, Justin Bieber, Justin, he's a Bieber. Do you know him? Doesn't he sing? Yeah, he's a singer. That's what I'm about. <laughs> Not a singer, but a singer. Uh, I don't, I don't think he's on way up much. You don't think so? No. It's not country. I don't think so. I could not tell you a tune that he sings, but that is 
Coach Skipper and Justin Bieber. Ah, newly hired head coach, Toby Green. Here's Coach Green right here. This photo was courtesy of the Andalusia Star News. We'll give them props for Stevie uh, swiped it from them. Right there off the internet. Stevie said you can find anything on the internet. Uh, Did you have to get copyright? I don't know. It was out there. If not, Stevie's fired after his nine. Uh, come on. You know this guy right here. Coach Green and Tim Allen. Remember Home Improvement? Yeah, Home Improvement. Last man standing. I don't know nothing about no last man standing. I think that's the name of the show. Isn't that it? Anybody out there know if that's the right right show? I, I, I remember Home Improvement. All right, there, there's Coach Green, Tim Allen. They do look alike. They Stevie do. did a good oh, job with him. Let's see. Look at that again. Right there. Tim Stevie Allen. did good. Stevie did good. I think he got better. Right here. We got another one. Uh, we're going to move on to the uh, Bobcats, Coach Hill. He's going to love this right here. Coach Hill. If I can find him. Stevie found It's like Coach Hill was at a coach's clinic or <laughs> playing golf or See if I can crop this out here. <laughs> right here. Here's Coach Hill, Coach Brent Hill. Hot Bobcats, right there. Everybody get a good look. Coach Hill's celebrity look like. You ain't gonna believe this. Life's got a little bit more hair than he does right now, but he keeps it short. Uh, I'm sure all you ladies out there, if you're watching, uh, get that glare off. That is, uh, let me turn it a bit right there. That's Ryan Gosling. <laughs> Who is Ryan Gosling? He's that fellow up there above Coach Hill's picture. He, uh, what did he Hey, I can't get the get the glare off of it right there. Stevie, need your help. There we go. Ryan Gosling, Coach What Hill. did he do? Well, it looks like he's wearing a denim jacket. <laughs> he's an actor. I thought he was your suit. Well, it might be, but uh, it is. It's a leisure suit. Oh, it is a leisure suit. Well, that, that's uh, Coach Hill. Not Coach Hill in the leisure suit. No, Coach Hill's wearing not much. Okay. Uh, I still don't know who this gossiping fellow is. You want to Google him? We well, the next one. Let me get right here. Oh, I should have been doing this all along. All right, here's Coach Joe Williams up at Strine. All right. Right there, Coach Williams, a little older fella. Let me get it straight up. Uh, right there. And his celebrity look like, I'm sure all of you know this guy right here. Hang on, Lou Holtz. Now, you know Lou Holtz, don't I you? do. He was coaching Notre Dame. And yeah, South Carolina, Arkansas, Can't Minnesota. That, but he was at Notre Dame. Where else? Uh, who, who am I leaving out? I'm, I've left somebody out. Coach Taylor. Coach Taylor. Coach Taylor. That's right, Coach Taylor. Remember, these are celebrity lookalikes. Uh, and once again, this looks like uh, Stevie got this picture from, uh, looks like Encore, maybe a coach's day or something. Here's Coach Taylor right there. Not his best picture uh, right there. 
get it right there. I got a little glare. I get Stevie on this tech. I'm gonna fire Stevie after night. There's Coach Taylor. Don't fire him. I won't have none of this stuff to go by. Coach Taylor. <laughs> I know you know this guy too, right there with Ryan Gosling. That is uh, the actor Colin Farrell. Or is it Will Farrell? What was Colin Farrell in? Is he an actor? He's an actor. What was he in? Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know, but he, what's he famous for? I guess acting. <laughs> I have no idea. You know, uh, that's our celebrity lookalikes night. We had a little fun with that, trying to have a little, little humor to our show. Uh, guys, we've been on for an hour and 11 minutes, and uh, it seems like uh, we just started. We need to wrap this thing up. Yeah, we do. Hey, uh, hey, this is one in a row. One in a row, uh, the inaugural. That's Did it. I say that right? It's close. <laughs> hey, you know. Uh, Spell it. Uh, F-I-R-S-T. Uh, you know, we want to provide a platform that we enjoy to, you know, promote schools in South We started here in Covenant County because we have ties here because we both live here, but we're going to start moving east. East, that's toward the wiregrass, right? Yeah, it is. Wire. This is the wiregrass. This is like in the middle. Yeah. Uh, central. Central grass. <laughs> Can you say central grass? Monkey grass. Monkey, monkey grass. <laughs> but uh, we're going to go our next show. We don't know when it's going to be. But we're going to up it to two counties. Coffee, Coffee County and another uh, county that Coach Ennis and I Geneva. both know real well, Geneva County. Oh. That's who we're going to highlight on our next show. Uh, for all of you who have watched tonight and listened, we have your support. Tell your friends. What, what what should they tell their friends? I don't know. I'm not going to say that. <laughs> well, uh, we hope you enjoyed it. We hope that uh, it's been entertaining. Uh, we're open for comments, suggestions. Uh, by no means are we any experts at this. Uh, we couldn't even read the manuals to get this stuff plugged up. Plugged up. Look, all we're doing is just sitting here doing what some of y'all do at McDonald's, uh, at the donut shop, talking about football in this area. Because we all know in South Alabama, uh, football season never ends. Uh, they just take a little break. And uh, and and that's what we love is, is high school football. There There is nothing more exciting than going out on a Friday night with your family and sitting down in the stands and cheering for your team, watching the band, watching the cheerleaders, uh, just watching the community all come together. There's nothing more exciting than that and nothing more family friendly than that. So, uh, hey, that, Stan, hey, great night. Great night. I had, had a great time. Uh, I know that we're going to get better. The show's going to get better. I don't know about that. Well, I don't know about this may that. be as good as it gets. It may be as good as it gets. <laughs> but, hey, uh, you got to start somewhere.
correct? Uh, absolutely. Hey, if you want informa more information about the show, like us on Facebook, Power Prep Sports Network. Get on there. We're trying to get as much stuff out as possible, not just about football. We're trying to cover all sports. And the only way we can do that is with your help. Message us on Facebook. Our email is powerprepsports at gmail.com. If you have questions, anything, let us know. We'll get back with you. For Coach Greg Ennis and myself, stay between the lines. Thank you for listening to Stan and the Coach on the Power Prep Sports Network.